I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. All right, another day, another wacky. (laughs) (laughs) How many do you have? Uh, I have one, potentially two, depending on time. I have two. Okay. They're not long, though. Do you want to go first? Sure. I have a throwback wacky for you because I couldn't find a recent case. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. This is the weirdest way I've ever heard of someone trying to beat a breathalyzer. Oh, shit. Yeah. Have you ever had to take one? No. I threw a party in my 20s and somebody was a cop. (laughs) (laughs) I may or may not have been involved with this person. And they had one, and so we were going around the party and having people blow in it, which is probably illegal, so I'm not mentioning any names. Also, see back to episode from Monday where I said, nicknames only. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry, people. I will never out you on the podcast. But yeah, breathalyzer, like like a blowy thing. We bought one once just to have a long time ago. Yeah. But it didn't work well, so... Well, it wasn't police issued, so there's that. Yeah, exactly. So don't trust those little ones you buy or whatever. But in 1985, an 18-year-old was pulled over and arrested for suspicion of drunk driving near Stetler, Canada. What? And I'm going to add this. It's irrelevant to the story, but he looks like he's well over 30 because he has a mustache and serial killer glasses. So when I heard he was 18, I'm like, this dude is aged. I would probably think he was hot. <laughs> no, love, you would not. I have a mustache and this, glasses. No, no, no. I'm telling you, no. Does he look like Jeff Goldblum? Not even close. Damn like, it. But anyway, David Zerfla was driving erratically, so he was put in the back seat of the patrol car, and the officer noticed him doing something odd. David was... <laughs> <laughs> Don't even know what it is, and I'm giggling. David. Spit it out. David was eating his underwear. What? (laughs) He literally ripped the crotch out of his underwear and shoved it into his mouth. The crotch? The crotch of his underwear. Just ball fabric? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he just shoved it in his mouth. Instead of swallowing it, he spit it out in disgust. Well, yeah, his butthole was on it. I guess he thought it would taste better than it did. I don't know. But he had a wild idea that the fabric would absorb the alcohol before he had to take the test. He was clearly drunk. (laughs) Oh, my God, yes. He ended up going to court over this. And on that day, there was a class of high school students there to learn more about the justice system. Uh, uh. But their teacher had to make them leave early because they could not stop laughing. People were leaving the courtroom with tears in their eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That's me right now. But the real kicker is David ended up being acquitted of impaired driving because when he blew into the breathalyzer, his blood alcohol level was 0.08, which is exactly the le- legal limit. And I don't know why it was put in the back of the car anyway, though, if he blew the legal limit, unless they waited to get back to the station. Maybe he was acting erratic. Yeah, because I don't know really how that works, like when exactly you get breathalyzed. But even then, why would he go to court if he was breathalyzed? And, and- he 
What? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So there are answers I couldn't find. But yeah, eating the crotch of his underwear and then deciding, ew, it's disgusting. I'm going to spit it out. So there we go. What's Mm-mm. Have you heard of a weird thing someone did to try to beat a breathalyzer? That's how I ended up dating that cop. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of anyone try anything weird. Uh uh, I feel like nothing works. I mean, just mm-mm. time. I don't know. I've never attempted to beat one. Uh, if you've done this, let us know. Please Been let breathalyzed us know. or eaten your underwear. <laughs> you've eaten your underwear. Please. Actually, don't tell us. <laughs> I never. No, I wouldn't ever. <laughs> let. Oh, Lord. Well, my case is about a husband in Thailand who accidentally left his wife on the side of the road and drove a hundred miles before realizing it. How do you do that? He and his wife set off on Christmas day to drive through the night to her hometown, but he had to pull over and pee in the middle of the night and stopped on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. He stepped out of the car. She woke woke up because she had been sleeping in the back. She woke up and decided she would pee, too. So she gets out and goes to pee. He thought she was still in the back asleep. So he gets back in the car and drives off. Oh, no. Yes. So when she gets back to the road, the car's nowhere to be found. And she is stranded in the dark. She has no money, no phone, and walks to try to find help. She walks for 13 miles. Oh my gosh. Until she finds a police station. It's 5 a.m. at this point. I would still be walking, first of all. I don't even think I'd walk. I no think car I'd just stay by? there. Like nothing? No, not a buggy? Nothing? Mm. So she begged the police officer to help her find her husband, <laughs> but she didn't know his phone number by heart, <gasps> which... Is not unusual. I don't know your phone number by heart, but I text you a thousand times a week. I know Samuel's. That's the only number I know except 911. <laughs> well, they weren't able to locate him because they didn't have his phone number. Oh, my god! So, she calls her phone that's in the car Ooh. about 20 times, but he didn't notice that the phone was ringing because it was on silent. Her phone was. Oh, my Or gosh. maybe. Yeah. He didn't hear it vibrate. He was just driving away and listening to his music. He was just driving. Yeah. So by the time he realizes that she's not there, he was already over 100 miles away and turned around to go back to try to find her. And he he did. (laughs) But how? I mean, he knew where she had to have gone. Right. And maybe, I mean, the story kind of dips out, but maybe he... Oh well, I'm God. sure once he realized she wasn't back there, he grabbed her phone. I'm sure innocent mistake, but I'm sure she let him have it. I, could I couldn't keep myself back from screaming if he that was, to me. He was probably like, shit, I don't want to turn her back around and go get her. For real. This is a lesson to learn your spouse or partner's phone number. Have you ever been left on the side of the road or no. forgotten? No. Have you? Me either. <laughs> I was about to say, Lord, these dating stories are getting worse and worse. I have. No, what? <laughs> yes. And my sister's probably dying. Oh, my no. sister and I used to get in a lot of trouble together because we're super close in age, yeah. like less than two years. Yeah. So 
we got in a lot of trouble in our 20s. And we left this bar one night. Oh, man. <laughs> I was with this guy. And he was driving kind of crazy. Ooh. And so I was like, if you're not going to drive, then I will get out of this. Well, you fled. I will, that's true. <laughs> that's I'm not, changing the dynamic of this left. story. I fled. Yeah. I was like, fine. If you're going to drive crazy, then I'll get out. And he was like, fine, get out. And I was like, fine, I will. And then he drove off. <laughs> oh, my God. And this was pre-Uber. Pre-Uber. But luckily, my sister had left oh behind me. And so I called her. And she's dying rolling on the floor laughing when she pulls up. And she's like, get in, loser. Oh, <laughs> I could so see you doing that. Get out. Or I'm getting out. You're not driving. Well, I just, well I'm, I'm a control just- freak anyways. Oh. I have to drive. So it was yeah. a lot for me to even get in the vehicle with somebody else and then for them to drive erratically. Mm-hmm. I was like, Stop. you're right. I fled. I didn't get put out. You I fled. fled. Yeah. He didn't kick you out. No. Unknowingly. Me. Yeah. He didn't forget that's you. That's true. Just ignore what I just said. <laughs> Man. Well, that sucks. <laughs> but I could not imagine getting out at a gas station to pee and my husband driving off and leaving. She didn't. I mean, it wasn't a I gas station. I could see this was the it side happening. Of the road. I could oh, see for it sure. happening. For if sure. you're asleep in the back. And it was nighttime and she was all alone walking in the dark. Oh, hell no. Mm-mm. I don't even know if I would walk or stay there or what I would do. I think I would wait for a while for a car, but maybe it wasn't an area with – oh, I don't know. That it was not close to a jungle. It's in Thailand. I don't know what I would I do. I would be running. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-mm. But in ocean-wide news – Ocean wide. Have you heard about the orcas taking down another ship? I did hear about this. Is that your other wacky? No, no. Well, it happened on Halloween, which is a little spooky. A pod of orcas in southwestern Europe sank a sailing boat on October 31st after a nonstop 45 minute attack. The incident is the fourth occurrence in two years where orcas are blamed for sinking ships in southwestern Europe. Orca pods from the Strait of, oh boy. Gibraltar region have been Gibral- her- Gibraltar. Gibraltar is that yes. it? Yes, I've never yeah. been there. I'm gonna have to educate Gibral- your baby. Your, <laughs> G- you know about the Strait of Gibraltar? Yes. Okay, it's my favorite of all the straits besides George. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Whatever. We lost control Gibraltar. of this episode. <laughs> They've been harassing boats and their passengers for more than three years. Morksy Mile, owner of the sunken boat which was a mid-sized sailing boat, was attacked by a pod of orcas off the coast of Morocco. I know where Morocco is. (laughs) Major damage caused by an unknown number of orcas who repeatedly hit the yacht's rudder caused water to enter the vessel's hull. All passengers were safely evacuated before the boat sank as it entered the port of Tangier Med in Morocco while in tow with the Moroccan Navy. So Iberian orcas are the only species of whale that have been known to attack boats in this region. And the main theory right now is that they might be engaging in a type of whale play or sport. Come on, whale. I mean, who's to say? The second theory is that orcas' years of dealing with traumatic boating injuries have resulted in a negative experience Causing, you know, their anger to rub off on other orcas and they're just not having it anymore. I don't know. It's like water polo orca style, really. <laughs> with, with boats. It's like, this is fun. It's like a little toy. Splish, splash. <laughs> okay, this know. is my last one. Okay. So, a family feud contestant who joked on national television about getting married 
being a mistake. Yes, I've heard about this. now on trial for killing his <gasps> estranged wife. What's the biggest mistake you made at your wedding? Asked host Steve Harvey. Oh, dear. Honey, I love you, but I said I do. Not my mistake. I love my wife, he joked. Ugh. Um, authorities believe he killed his wife back in February. His phone shows searches for the following. How to open my door with a crowbar. <laughs> Can I force my door open with a crowbar <laughs> if I lock myself out? How do I make a homemade pistol silencer? Mm-mm. Always with the internet searches, They're people. so dumb. So on Tuesday, he appeared in court for their opening arguments. The last minutes of Becky's life were spent in fear and pain and terror. Oh, man. The attorney said, this case is dripping with reasonable doubt. His defense attorney said, Becky's father took to the stand telling jurors how he discovered her body. I ran upstairs since she was supposedly sick, went into the bedroom to see her lying face down, Mm -hmm. didn't see anything in her bedroom, went into the attached bathroom, and that's when I found her body lying on the floor. She looked like she was dead. Mm. She was a mother of three and was shot 14 times, which is horrific, after someone used a crowbar to enter the home where she was living. Yeah. The couple was in the midst of a very messy divorce. Mm. Her sister told the jurors and that she feared her estranged husband. This is a text that Becky sent myself and my husband regarding fear for her life. If something ever happens to me, please make sure the number one person of interest is Tim. That is who would do something to me, she said. The defense came back and said, you never sent this message to your mom and dad. You never sent this to the police. I mean, you're supposed to call the police and say. Because somebody texts you and said if something happens. People say that all the time. Right. So. I always say, if any anything happens to me today, it was the handyman or it was the guy coming right, over to fix my... Right. Somebody's fixing the pool. If yeah. happens to me, you don't really believe that. And I'm sure they probably didn't want to believe that their no. brother-in-law was capable no. of that. So, all I know is this. People who joke about being married to their spouse as being a mistake piss me off. That's a shitty joke. That's very hurtful. I know a yeah. lot of people that have done that, that I've heard men and women both say stuff. I mean, I that's, joke about some shitty things sometimes. I would never joke. That's some 50s that, dated, like, right. stop with the don't, old ball and chain crap. Like That's so fucking rude. Don't like, do that. Oh, you're suffering. I'm No. But at the end of the day, if he did it, we don't know that he did it. You know, <clears throat> yes, you got rid of your estranged wife, but you also took the mother yeah, of your three up. children away. It's like people they'll do never not get even over think that. about that. No, they'll never get over the fact Mm-mm. that their mama's not here. Not that he did it. We don't know. <sighs> but, Mr. Crowbar did it. Come on. I mean, no, I mean, but really. Anyways, I was out every night last week, like a teenager. Oh, how fun. And weekend. But it was well worth it. Wink, wink. Anyways. All that to say, I didn't watch shit last week. No, I have no TV. I didn't even turn my TV on. Max was with his dad all week and weekend. So, mm. well, I just I've been watching a show with Samuel called Killing It. I don't even know 
what it's on. I just oh, like. Oh, Lord. Uh, I can't even. It has. Selling this. This is how I'm going to sell it. It has that one guy from The Office. Oh, that one guy. And then it has that Australian chick that used to be a guest on the X-Files Files podcast. Stop talking. I know. I'm sorry. It's weird. <laughs> I think he likes it a lot. It's okay to like have in the background, but it's about like killing snakes. It's a fictional show. It's a comedy I had a dream about a snake biting me last night. Ew, that's weird. On my foot. I don't know what it means. It bit me on the foot. I didn't see it bite me. Any interpreters out there. Saw the snake bite. I saw the mark. And I just remembered that when you said that. My foot and leg started swelling up. And my aunt, who lives in Seattle, hey, Aunt Peggy, love you. (laughs) Um, She was here for some reason. And she was driving me in her car somewhere. And I told her, my foot is really swelling. My lips are tingling. You need to get me to the hospital. And so we were driving through Jacksonville and all the construction. And I was telling her how to go around the construction to get me to the hospital. And then I woke up. I have had a lot of snake dreams in my entire life. Like Anyone ever bite you on the foot? No. I'm not an interpreter, but I'm sure we have someone out there that is. If it's bad, don't tell me. Ugh. Craig Robinson from The Office. Craig. And then Claudia O'Doherty. From no that way podcast I listen to. No way that's correct pronunciation. Oh, Doherty. Stop. She's Australian. I don't know. <laughs> She's in other stuff, but I only know her from the X-Files files anyway, but it's an okay show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I need help. Oh, I'm unhinged. Lord. Clearly, this whole episode is. <sighs> I'm a mess. Oh, boy. Do you have a wacky? No. But today I left the house wearing Samuel's dirty pool shoes. Well, that's cute. Because those are some of the only shoes that fit me now. It was a decent day for it. (laughs) I got to where I was going and I looked down and I'm like, oh my God. Well, they don't care. I'm hopefully my stomach distracts them. Oh. No, seriously, I hope because I didn't want anyone looking at my feet. They're not painted. I can't reach them anymore. I don't have a wacky... I went to my mammogram this week. Oh, all good, all good things, good. all good things. Um, get your mammograms, ladies. Get your boobies checked. Get them checked. We're a big supporter in um, making sure get, we're saving the tatas. Save, save the tatas and the yayas. Exactly. And get, your, get your get your paps. Get your paps too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get some swabbing done. Oh, I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know if it's this week or next week. Well, you're you're right there. So shit's about to get <sighs> real, real. Strep testing. Yeah. Can't wait to hear all about this next week. So a lot of women are like, oh, that was no big deal. This is no big deal. Blah, 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 whatever. And I keep getting, oh, it's nothing compared to labor. And I'm like, listen, I've never gone through labor. It's So anything that pokes and prods me now is the worst that's happened until labor. So let me complain. You fucking weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. I get sick of, well, wait until labor. No, That's the worst. And I'm I like, hate when people say that. Well, I haven't been in labor, so this is going to suck. So let yeah. me be pissed about getting- I'm not thrilled about this, <laughs> Getting swabs up my hoo <laughs> and too tall. Oh, boy. Oh I'll let God. you know how it goes. That'll be my wacky next week. Switching gears, though. Look forward to that, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> Whenever I went in for my mammogram, they're like- you know, name, date of birth, all the things, blah, blah, blah. And this is where I have went the last four times every year I go, like clockwork. So I'm proactive. So I 
get their name, all the things. And she's like, and you have implants? (laughs) I'm like, nope. She's like, huh. And she's looking at my chest and I'm like, these, these are mine. These are real. What in the world? And she's like, well, they have it in your chart that you have (gasps) implants. And I'm like, no. That is, oh my gosh. I'm very flattered, but no, these are, (laughs) these are all mine. And so she's like, oh, well, let me go and change your paperwork on the computer that you don't have implants. And she's still like questioning me. And I'm like, listen, lady, you're about to be up close and personal with these and they are not implants. You're about to feel them. Yes. And smush them and squeeze and all the things. So she comes back and she's going over the machine and she's like, you know, doing all this typing and all this shit that they do. And she's like, sorry, I just have to reconfigure this because we configured it that you had implants. Okay, I'm, like, I'm sorry. This fun. is a Who's inconvenience more on your life. You or me that I don't have implants. She's like, well, this just sucks. Yes. This makes my day. Literally, <laughs> it's like now she has an attitude because my tits are real. I'm like, what? Are you sure I'm, they're I'm, not? I'm, I'm 100% <laughs> positive. If you have any questions, I have a list of people with nicknames that will confirm. Oh, These man. are not implants. So, anyways, all things went well. Everything was That's over funny. It. Yeah, it was quite the. I'm like, am I really arguing with you about my? I mean, no. That's funny. Anyways, oh, what that? This episode. That's a weird one from last week about my tale of the doctor taking forever. A lot of people wrote in and said that's happened to them uh-uh, too. They're furious. Forget- Stop forgetting about Fur- your. Patients. I would be furious. But uh, Thanksgiving is tomorrow for all you peeps out there in America. Gosh, this went by so fast. Mm-hmm. I keep looking at my thing because every time you say that, I'm like, no, no it's, it's not. not. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. And uh, we're recording this um, a week early, like always. But yeah, so when y'all hear this, tomorrow will be Thanksgiving and we will be at our turkey trot. Lacey yeah. is doing a turkey wobble. Wobble. She's not trotting. She's it's wobbling. A slow wobble. We're gonna drink for her, and mm. hopefully, uh, you will grace us with your uh, karaoke skills. Sober? <sighs> no, I can't. <laughs> That's one thing I can't do is uh, sober karaoke. I can't do karaoke. Period. I don't care what I sound like, but when you're completely sober, and no, I'm no. too aware of how bad I am at that point. Stop. Join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.